Today, I'm going to talk about how you can leverage three secret philosophies of elite sales professionals to have the best year of your career. Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. Do you ever wonder what gives some people that extra edge, that 10% more that allows them to always have a leg up on the competition? What separates the average from the all-stars, or better yet, what separates the all-stars from the superstars, especially when it comes to sales? Today, we're going to answer that question. There are three fundamental principles, mindsets, philosophies that separate those who win once and those who win many times over. These are principles used by musicians, athletes, and entrepreneurs who are all operating at a world-class level. If you put these principles into practice, you will immediately get a leg up on your competition. The first principle is to embrace your dark side. What is your dark side? It's your insecurities, your negative experiences, your doubters, your haters, your complicated emotions, your inner voice that's telling you that you are not enough. For me, it was years of bullying, name-calling, physical, and emotional abuse. We are taught that all of these things are inherently bad. We try and reject them and pretend that they do not exist. But true top performers know that these experiences, these thoughts, these emotions serve as a source of motivation when we need that extra push, when we are too tired, but we need to go that extra mile, when we need to do more work, even when we don't want to, when we have to go to the gym, even when we don't feel like it. Heck, sometimes I make up stories in my head about people saying stuff about me or talking bad about me behind my back just so I can get that extra edge. You don't have to pretend like your dark side doesn't exist. You can use it as a tool to do the things today that others won't. So you can do the things tomorrow that others can't. It reminds me of Michael Jordan from a documentary called The Last Dance. At least once an episode, it seems like there was always a negative string he was pulling on, whether a reporter said something bad about him in the media, whether he was getting compared to other star players. He would always take that and say, well, I took that personally. And then the next night he would score like 50 something. It practically became a meme. That's lesson one, embrace your dark side. Lesson number two, seek discomfort. I don't know how many of you follow Yes Theory on YouTube, but it's a great channel all about doing uncomfortable things. Their slogan and tagline is seek discomfort. And I really connected that with that. Now, why would we do that? Why would we seek out uncomfortable things? Because growth is always found on the other side of discomfort. Hey, winners, I hope you're enjoying the episode, but unfortunately, I can't reveal the rest of it until you sign the contract I sent over. I'm just kidding. There's nothing you need to sign. But if you do see value from this show, the only way for this podcast to grow is if you share this with a colleague, a friend, or a connection who you think would benefit from listening to this episode of Winning Streaks. Heck, if you really love this one, feel free to grab a screenshot and post it on LinkedIn or Instagram and tag me so I can see it. I appreciate you for listening and supporting the show. Now let's get back to the episode. You cannot grow by being complacent. There is no progress in complacency. For example, we all know that cold calling is uncomfortable. You're calling strangers and trying to get them to commit to a meeting with you. And that's not easy by any means. 
an average performer will look at that and shy away from the challenge. They won't want to do it. Most of the time, they don't do it. A top performer, despite feeling uncomfortable, will see this as an opportunity to grow, to expand their skill set, to learn through trial and error. They accept the fact that they can and will be rejected, but that it's all just part of the process in order to get quality results. This is why I take ice baths and go to the gym and meditate. These are all opportunities to exercise our growth muscles. And growth is a key pillar when it comes to overall life satisfaction and fulfillment. Without it, we feel like we're not really realizing our true potential and that we have more left on the table that we, we left more on the, on the table than we should have. Reminds me of a story of Muhammad Ali. A reporter once asked him how many sit-ups he does in a day to stay in such great shape year-round. He said, I don't know because I don't start counting until it hurts. That is what it means to seek discomfort. Last but not least, the final principle is to compete against the best. This is something a lot of people might disagree with. They talk about competing against yourself and that's how you win. Well, let me ask you this. Let's say, let's say you set zero meetings this month, but then next meeting, next month you set one. And then the following month you set two. Meanwhile, your colleague next to you is setting eight meetings per month. Are you supposed to be proud and satisfied and content with your progress? Now, if you're new to the job, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But assuming these two people are the same role and started at the same time, I doubt you would feel content and satisfied with where you're at. My guess would be no. In any skill set or sport, people get better by surrounding people, by surrounding themselves with people better than them. Even when it comes to learning a language, you learn by talking to people who are more fluent than you are. Every single sales role I've been in, I've always identified my competition early, early on. In my head, I was competing with that person day in and day out to outperform them. At the same time, we would be learning from each other because in sales, we're all also on the same team. You know, they'd have up days and I'd have down days. I'd have up days. They'd have down days. We'd always be competing against each other. That said, having someone to compete against can give you an extra edge, a little bit of oomph, a more pep in your step to separate yourself from the pack and from them at some point in time. Now, you might not be as talented as your competition or as skilled as them, but effort is a KPI that evens the playing field. Are you reaching out to more people with quality messaging? Are you focusing more of your time on revenue generating activities? Do you have a consistent prospecting habit? Often the difference between all-stars and superstars is just a few degrees of separation, but that are worth a lot in the long run. If I sent two planes to the same far destination, but then I moved one of them by just a few degrees, the end result would be planes that are miles and miles away from each other. Max Holloway, a decorated UFC fighter, has a catchphrase about this that I really love. He says, to be the best, you got to beat the best, and the best is blessed. To recap, the secrets to sustained sales performance are, one, embrace your dark side, two, seek discomfort, and three, compete against the best. If you do these three things, you will have tapped into the dark secrets of elite sales performance that you can use to have your best year yet. Thanks for listening to another episode of Winning Streaks. I'll see you on the next one.